Hey everybody, what's up? I'm Key. Welcome to the next episode of I Am Who I Am, Raw, Uncut, and Unfiltered. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Happy Thursday. I hope you have a wonderful and prosperous day and you enjoy. Smile, be happy, and let's get to it. So, this week has, it's had its ups and downs just like every other week, but I'm not really going to talk about how the negativity has impacted me for the week like how I did last week. Let's let's get to the, the positive here. Okay, Um. so I've mentioned this before, but I've been coaching softball. Now, this is my first experience actually coaching anything or having the opportunity to do something of this nature so let's jump into that and let's actually get down to what we or how I even became the head coach of the high school softball team so the first thing that I just thought like an idea you know like a way for me to get back in and connect with my inner child right everybody needs that okay it's 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 something that we can't keep pressing down and not live without like it's joy right when we're kids we do stuff that that we love to do and that we enjoy and then like as we get older we kind of just like let those things go and that can't always be the case so when I was growing up I played t-ball and I think it was my you know, for sure, it was my father who seen that I had talent in that area. And he played baseball growing up, and he was an athlete, you know, and all that. So, I mean, it just made sense. So, I began playing slow-pitch softball as I got older. And my dad and his friend used to coach our our Little League team. And it was, it was amazing. So, that's when I really started to find my talent and my passion for softball so I moved away to Arizona to live with my mom and then I moved back when I moved back I joined a fast pitch softball team and that was a really good team um to really be a part of that was just amazing especially with it being my first year actually playing fast pitch softball so that was just great the next thing that came from that was that we actually took our team to a championship that year. And for me, it to be my first time playing fast pitch softball, that was just great. Um, but also, once you get to high school, it's like you don't really have time to play any other leagues. So in high school, I just stuck to high school softball. So... When I became a freshman, of course, I tried out for the team, and I made it to varsity. So when I played all my four years, I was on the varsity team. So I have a lot of experience playing the game, but when I graduated high school, I didn't have the opportunity to really go to college and play softball. So it took me a long time to really get over that. And, and just not be so upset with the fact that 
you're not playing anymore. And it didn't sit well with me for a really long time. But I kind of, in the back of my mind, just always maybe felt like one day, like, I could potentially, like, coach or do something else. So when I came back to Ohio this last year, the thought occurred to me that maybe I should coach softball. And it's really, you know, I have a lot of experience. I play really well. Um, I pretty much can play any position you put me there. I'm, I'm real athletic. So when it came to that, I was just like, you know what? I have grown tremendously. My actions are, they're not perfect, but I know I can definitely teach the game. So when it came to that, I, you know, and the first thing that we typically do as people, we start looking at our friends and our family and pretty much asking their advice what, if they think something will work or do you think this is a good idea? Blase, blase, right? So I asked around, and the first person that I asked was my father. And he pretty much told me, like, no, you're not, you're not good enough to coach softball. And it's, it's not my skill. It was my... I I guess my my personality or how I just like I'm not really like a or haven't been just like a real people person in a way so but that goes back to like my first episode where I talked about you know I'm not in the the mindset or have been at least in the mindset where I can just ultimately be who I want to be. And that's with my personality in itself. Right. So usually, like I said, I'm the type of person, like I keep my head down. I don't really say too much, you know, all these other things, but I've come out of that and I've done it time and time again. Now, I recently have been told, like, I kind of look a little intimidating, but I'm really not. I feel like people just catch me, like, in the moments where it's just bad, you know? And not saying, like, it's bad, but, like, I'm mad about something, okay? And sometimes these things, like, they're enough to just make me, you know, scrounge my face up and just, you know? But everybody has those moments. But I'm not like this 24-7, And a lot of people really can't see that. Like, I walk around with a smile on my face. And I'm learning how to do that more and more every day. But anyways, so I go and I ask, you know, the rest of my family and my friends and seeing what their thoughts of me being a coach was. And they were just like, well, you know, I definitely think you can do it. But you haven't worked with anybody who... You have, I mean, you just haven't coached at all. So they pretty much just gave me the advice, just try it, but maybe try like a little league or, you know, something where you have 
smaller kids, they're more likely to not give you attitude and sass and, you know, whatever else. But it's just like in my spirit, in my bones, I was just like, yeah, uh, no, that's not going to work. So I just sat on it for a while. And then one day I finally mustered up the courage to just call my high school and I called the dean of students because he was the, he's the same dean of students that that was there when I was there and I knew he was still there because I follow all the Instagrams and Facebook pages and all that and I called him and he goes and I go hey this is Kira so and so I moved back to Ohio I was calling to see if you had any assistant coach positions available for softball and he goes we actually need a head coach and I was like what are you for real and he goes yeah let me see if the AD is in the office y'all I was just blown away blown completely so it just like you know how they tell you just like have like a mustard seed of faith that's all you need that's literally what I had and I just picked up the phone and I just called and I made a phone call and I God opened the door for me and I've been running with it ever since I've never doubted myself that I could do this but when you know you you listen to people or you have this idea of Maybe this person knows something or whatever the case may be, or maybe they can tell me something or provide me some advice. Nine times out of 10, they, they don't really help. And it's usually the people, you know, who are on the outside looking in who can see you and they're like, yeah, you got this. And that that can be pretty sucky at times. But the thing about that is, is that it's not. And I had to learn this the hard way. Stop trying to look outside yourself for someone to give you validation for you to do something that you know you're supposed to be doing. Let me say that again. Do not give the validation to other people. If you know and you feel like there is something that's supposed that you're supposed to be doing, just do it. It's not up to anybody else. It doesn't matter who likes it and who doesn't. It doesn't matter who is close to you, who is not close to you. It doesn't matter how important that person is or how important they are not. If you feel like you want to go out for a job or you want to quit your job to do something that you've always wanted to do and people look at you like you're crazy, so what? So the fuck what? I, you know what, that, that's probably like the biggest lesson I've learned within this past year. Stop telling your big dreams to small people. Absolutely. Because had I not made that phone call, I would still be sitting here wallowing, trying to figure out exactly what it is else, what else is there that I'm supposed to be doing? I'm supposed to be coaching softball, Right. That, that that's what it is so everything has just been great now what when I was in high school we had conditioning 
probably like a month or two before starting like a month or two before Charles. So I chose to do the same thing. So we started going around the school and going to the different classrooms and putting out announcements like, hey, if anybody is interested in playing softball, we have conditioning starting this day, three days a week from this time to this time. And people started showing up. And at first, like, you know, like, I wasn't too impressed. But I had to come and understand, like, a lot of the kids you're going to be working with, they've never played before. A lot of them, you know, they're, some of them are being forced to play by their parents, this, that, and the third. But I'm like, you know what, Kira, we're up to the challenge. We are up to the challenge. It doesn't matter. We'll figure it out, right? So, I mean, at first, like, I was kind of frustrated because I'm like, how can, like, how can the people just not, like, not really want to, like, do anything, like, and be athletic anymore? But then the, the truth is, is that they just don't have the motivation. So, as time goes on and these months go by, I start getting more girls. I start talking to different people and I've had some consistently just show up and I just was like, you know, work with what you got. And I started showing them just the basics, the fundamentals of playing softball. And oh my God, they're just, They've gotten so much better. Their confidence has just gone up and out of the roof. I love it. I tell them all the time, like, I love it. And one thing that I had to come out of and that this has definitely showed me, like, you got to stand up, you got to speak out. You have to stand up. You got to speak out. You have to be clear about your expectations. You have to set rules, set barriers, set boundaries. You have to set goals. You have to tell them exactly what you want, how it looks, and you have to do it well. And at the same time, don't discourage them. At the same time, boost them up. Show them how good they're doing. Show them the progress they make. So after that, and learning that through that this conditioning period, they they just they got so much better, and I you know and I started remembering their names and their faces, and they start like sometimes I would have to like go up to the school like a little earlier before practice, and I'm walking the halls and they're like hi coach hi coach, what like that was great. And I launched, and we had trials during, what, the, we had trials the 21st, 22nd, 23rd. So, we had trials on my birthday. Trials always fell on my birthday, even when I was in high school playing. And then, my cousin got me a cake, and I went and shared that cake with them. And they were just like, thank you, happy birthday, this, this, and this. And, and, and that day for trials was just, it was dope. It was the best thing ever. They showed out. I was like, I love it. Now, I really only have, like, three or four girls that are actually, like, athletic, right? So, 
everybody else is brand new. But I promise you, like, if you look at them, like, you wouldn't even be able to tell half the time that they're brand new, never played a single day. You'd be like, you know, they're not they're not the best, but they at least, you know, they know how to throw the ball hard. They try to catch the ball. They try to feel really well. Everything, everything is just great, right? So, shout out to them. Okay, so we had tryouts, and everything was great. And the next Monday came, and almost no one shows up. And then the next day comes, Tuesday comes, and then, once again, nobody shows up. I was fuming, okay? I'm not going to lie. I was pissed. Very pissed. Because if anybody is an athlete and anybody knows anything about being an athlete, you have literally got to show up every day. Literally every day. So, I kind of went off like the little deep end, you know, for a day. And then the next day I came back and I decided to just have like a conversation with them. And just kind of, like, boost them up. You know, I don't want to be hard all the time. Not at all. It's like, but, you know, there there has to be some level of, like, discipline and and hard, you know, like, come on, let's get to it. Like, why are y'all not catching the ball? You know, th- there has to be some level of that. Like, it's a balanced thing. Like, you can't just be all soft and, like, uh, all the time, you know, you don't win that way. Like in in and even in life, right? We have good days, we have bad days, we have times where nothing, like just nothing goes right, right? But it's not about what happened. It's about how you move forward, and it's always going to be about how you move forward. So. After having a bad day, you know, like I came and I collected them and I got them together. And, you know, with this being my first coaching experience, like the one thing that I wanted to do this year was I, you know, and I asked them this at the beginning of the season when we had our team meetings going, you know, going into condition. I said, you know, I asked them and I was pretty much like, how do you feel about having a weekly sit down? at the end of every week, every Friday. So we'll in practice early, we'll sit down, we'll have a conversation, talk about what happened this week, what was good, what do we need to improve on, what goals do you have individually, and we can even take this time to just be, you know, goof off and have fun. It doesn't matter, you know, because the rest of the week we're working hard, but this last 30 minutes of the week we need to have fun and we need to discuss what happened so we can move forward right and so some of the new girls so throughout conditioning I really didn't do that but going into like the actual season like this is the time where this really needs to happen and it needs to you know everybody voices need to be heard but you know after having like a bad practice where like nobody shows up and I'm frustrated and I'm trying not to take it out on you know the girls who did show up and just have 
and just have like the the total opportunity to like gain their trust and learn them um i basically just went around the circle like i was like hey you know what's going on like you know why is it that you know one day we got a bunch of girls and then the next day it's it's like nobody's here and I also told them I said hey I'm open to criticism too like if I'm doing something wrong if you don't like something that I'm doing please tell me like you're not going to be in trouble this is not this is not anything that you know nothing will happen from you telling me like coach I don't like that you do this you know whatever and the reason why I did that is because, like I said, this is my first time coaching. I don't really, I mean, like, I know what I'm doing, but I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm learning everything, like, on the fly. And it's just that, you know, like, this is a new, whole new experience for me. So I sat them down, and nobody really wanted to give me an answer. So at this point, me being me, I start pulling teeth. I mean, not not like like literally, but you know, like I start trying to pull answers out of them. So I went around the circle and I was just like, "Hey, what do what do you want to see happen out of this season?" And I went around and they all gave me their answers. Now that that was good. They came back. They were motivated, and they did. They had an amazing practice. And then it kept going from there. So fast forward to this week. We had a pitching machine when I was in school. And it wasn't in the gym. It wasn't by the cage. I'm like, where, like, where is this thing? So finally, you know, I was able to ask around and we found it. I got it set up. And they were scared. You know, because I'm, you know, and I'm trying to tell them and explain to them, you're going to be pitched at or pitched to by girls from other school who literally throw anywhere from 30 to 60, maybe more miles per hour. And that scared them. They were like, oh, my God, you know, but the second I brought that pitching machine out, they were like, ooh. And I was like, who wants to go first? Instantly, one hand shot up. I was like, all right, bet. Come on, get in here. I set the pitching machine at like 30 miles an hour. That's really slow. Okay, that's really slow. Um, so, I, you know, I get them in there, and they're, and they're hitting the balls. And the next person come in. And, you know, it's not perfect, but they are actually hitting the balls. Then I move the machine back, and I put, and I put it to 40 miles an hour. And all of them go a second time. And by the end of practice, they're like, I pulled them to the side. I'm like, hey, how many of y'all were scared when y'all came in here? And they go, and they just start smirking, you know, like that little smirk kids get. And they're just like, oh, you know, I didn't think I could do it, but I did it. Yeah, they did it. And I'm just like, and I told them, I'm like, hey, all y'all just thought y'all was scared to hit off this machine. You just hit balls going 40 miles an hour. And they just, like, they just absolutely could not believe it. But then the next day, 
whew, the next day, that one was just, that one was, that it wasn't good. They're, they weren't catching, their balls were being thrown all over the place, not accurately, like literally like everything was just like going south, everything. Um, but one thing that I had to understand in that moment and in that situation was it's not always going to be perfect. And just like myself, the team is going to have good days and they're going to have bad days. And we also explain, you know, try to really explain that to them as well. Like every practice isn't going to be a good practice. Every day is it going to be a good day? But we got to find a way. So this week I decided to go out and get them some notebooks. You know, like just like those composition books. Because we had our meeting last Friday and still, once again, nobody really wanted to, you know, really like speak out and like say anything. So I'm kind of, you know, going around the room, you know, Tylea, you tell me what's what's something that you like to do. And, I, you know, I have to go around the whole room. What's something else that what like help us get to know each other I tell them all the time like you ladies like you have to get to know each other we have to learn how to talk to each other and work together as a team so that's also one way that I use these these meetings for these and so far they I mean it's only been you know a few weeks or whatever but this has been something that I think has really benefited them a lot and it's helping them come together um I pretty much told, like, I even told them about this podcast here. Like, I was like, hey, because one of the girls, she told me, she was like, well, you know, I have social anxiety. Like, I don't really like to, you know, put myself and be out there and all of that. And I told her, I'm like, me too. Me too. I wasn't always this this person who had it all put together and I told her I'm like it may not seem like it because you know like I'm out there I try to get y'all to laugh smile have fun you know there's times where I'm hard and I have to bring that intensity with me but on a regular day like I'm just like like I said head down which is one reason like once again podcast hello um and I think it's like helped me to grow a lot right like this this is really helping me to to grow a lot to be able to just talk open up get everything just out in the open but you know back back to her I started just telling her about the podcast and how I, you know, I got so emotional about it. And I told her, I'm like, and, I, and I've constantly told them over this. And I'm going to keep telling them, know you, believe in you, have confidence in yourself. Step out of your comfort zone. Do what you know how to do. I point it out to them all the time. I say, hey, 
you know how to throw the ball hard. But at times it's like, like y'all surprise me. Y'all shock me every other day. But then you go back to the, the little lollipop throw. Or, you know, you're missing, you're missing the whole target. It, it's, and, and it's okay, you know, because obviously, like, we can't all be perfect. You know, things happen. Every throw isn't going to be just immaculate. But you have to bring that intensity with you all the time. These these things that, I, that, I, that I'm talking about here, they have really just shown me to just take everything with a grain of salt and just move forward. These young girls, they really needed somebody who really cared about them. Who's really willing to put forth that effort, that time, that energy. And it show, like it's showing so much. After we did that day in the batting cages, they were super excited the day in the cage they were just they were like they were super excited they were super happy they were super motivated so I scheduled a day to for us to literally go to the batting cages where they will have more time to to hit and be more comfortable and confident in their game and in their position and I told them and I think I talked about this too the last the last time but after we had Tuesday just just was all around terrible well I'm not gonna say all around terrible but you know it, it was it was a bad it was a bad practice so it just it really just came to I, I you know like I still got up and I still try to just tell them like hey this this has once again like Today wasn't a good day. It's not going to be a good day, but put your best foot forward. Put it out there. Come. Be attentive. Be in attendance. Pay attention. You know, really try hard to follow direction. And just just be. I told them, I said, y'all are so good that, like, I get emotional all the time. All the time. Because I can I, I can see their power. I can see everything that that they can't or may not be able to. I told them... I literally see myself running around the field like a crazy person because they either won a game or they won just just a, just a, a game that nobody ever thought they were going to win. I can see myself doing that. Like like some crazy championship playoff game and I'm just I'm going nuts because they deserve it. And even though like we had a bad practice that day, like they still smirked. They were like, they're like, we can do this. 
And then yesterday they came and they showed out. They showed out. That's very rewarding for me. Very rewarding. I didn't take a, you know, I didn't come coach just to coach. Like, I came to coach because I wanted to. I wanted to be there for these kids. I wanted to pave the way. Every day has shown me to be on my game. Every day has shown me to work hard. Every day has shown me that as long as you put in the work, the passion, the care, the commitment, you'll get what you need tenfold for it to work. I have this one girl, Desiree. She's so shy. She's very quiet. She doesn't really speak too much. But she has like, I think she throws harder than me. Like, I be like that. Sometimes when, you know, when I catch the ball from her, I be like, oh my God. And at first we had the issue with with that she has a good arm, but she, like her throws are just, they're art. Like the ball is art. So we need to get her to learn how to just throw like a line drive. Like just throw it straight, right? You know, as best you can. And she's starting to do that. Yo, I kid you not. If she actually wants to continue playing softball and she actually focuses and works hard and becomes the athlete that she wants to be, she can go to college and play softball in college and do an amazing job. Just amazing. For me to be able to do this for these young girls is, it touches my heart. And I, and I even have times where I feel like I'm not I'm not exactly doing the best job. Because like I said, like I'm new at this. But one of one of my assistant coaches is my old volleyball coach from when I was in school. And she was an amazing coach to me. Like she's literally one of the reasons why I wanted to come back to Central because I'm like you have you know, you you were tough, but you were but you were soft. You were firm, but you still knew what we needed at the end of the day. And everything that I pretty much do, or at least that I'm trying to do, is is just an example of that. And the other day, like I did ask her, I'm like, how did like am I doing a good job? Like, you know, I don't know what, am, am I being too intense at times or am I, am I, you know, like, like help me. <laughs> and she goes, she's like, here, like you're doing a great job. She said the, the one thing that, 
the previous coaches just didn't do was to really like push them that like to have like that intensity they were just kind of like laxed and really didn't show show them that and you know they they didn't get on them so what you're doing is, is perfect she's like you don't have to be the soft one like let me be the cheerleader for you and you be you be the hard one because they need a healthy balance of both and I'm like okay great that made me feel so much better and what also makes me feel better is when their face lights up when they just just see me and they're like hi coach I love that coaching softball has really taught me to put my best foot forward and for me to really exude in being a role model I can't wait for the continued progress I can't wait to see the looks on their faces when they win their first game I can't wait to see when they make you know a good play we we went over double plays yesterday. Like we have no business going over double plays right now. But hey, it is what it is. If I don't show them what it looks like, they ain't gonna do it, right? So I showed them what a double play is, and they were like, "Oh my god, we can do that!" And I was like, "Yes, ma'am." You just gotta put in the work. You gotta throw hard. Your throws have to be accurate. I'm like, I know everything about shortstop and second base. I can show you. I can teach you. Just be here and want to learn. They got it. But I got way off topic about my notebooks. Um. So, yeah. So, th- this meeting that I have with them every Friday. So, I decided to get those notebooks. And I think it's a good way for them to be able to open up and express themselves. And we do have a few girls that, you know, just like everybody else, they you, they have a few challenges at home. And I think it's really like a way for them to really just open up, especially because they don't really have, I guess, the confidence, I would say, to really talk in front of everybody. So I got these notebooks and I put their names on them. And I wrote a little short message in there. And then I also wrote some quotes in there from this book that I got. Let's tell, let me tell y'all about the story about this book because I feel like we all been there. So one day I was working at Amazon. And usually Amazon, you know, like lately, like they've been doing like a lot of um like, you know, just like giving little stuff away, like T-shirts and pins and um hats and you know just all kind of things so this was a day they were just you know giving the employees stuff and it was for like a celebration I think it was called like affirmity week or something like that and they had some books on the table I grabbed one book I grabbed two books I was going for another one and then they told me they were like only grab one book I was like oh you know so I told myself, I said, if I come from break and this book is still right here, I'm going to go swipe it. Guess what? The book was still there when I came back. Whoop. Swoop. Took that book. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to lie. Like, we all been there. Like, we see something, you know, 
and 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 it's and it's for us, right? And and it, and this book is just all the way for me. It's like I had to have it. God knew I had to have it. Otherwise, it wouldn't still be sitting right there. This book says. It's a book called Take Away Quotes for Coaching Champions for Life. The Process of Mentoring the Person, Athlete, and Player. Ooh-wee. Y'all hear the Y'all hear that? Take. Yeah. It was still sitting for me when I, you know, I just, I had to go like, whoop. Okay, I took the book. You know, it was part of me being a little greedy, but part of me was like, yeah, you know what? I need this. This is for me to coach softball. I got this. You know, it is what it is. Like, they just go have to be mad and do it. It's going to be okay. Yep, that happened. But anyways, so in these notebooks, I, you know, I wrote a little message to them individually, you know, regarding each one. And then I put a little quote in the book that I felt like they needed to hear. So tomorrow I'm going to pass those out during our meeting and we'll see how that goes and let we'll see how they take to that. But I I, I just like, I, I'm sorry. I just, I can't get over how impactful this is on my life and theirs. Like it is it's it's truly amazing and one of the one of the best things that I feel like I ever could have done. Like I just I just like I can't just help but keep talking about them. Like it's 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 amazing. It it really is. And I talk to them, like I talk to them about what I do here on this podcast. I talk to them about what you know, about nails. I, I talk I talk to them about all kinds of things because like they need to hear those things. It's not just about it's it's not just about, you know, what it's not just about softball. And I tell them that too. Like softball was a tool for me to get you, for me for me to mentor you and help you and be there with you every step of the way throughout high school. I don't like, true enough, like, I had some coaches who were a little, you know, some teachers who were a little more invested, and every now and then, like, I, you know, they were able to help me through whatever situation I was going at home, and I was really emotional, or whatever the case may be, but but I don't think, like, I've ever had a coach or somebody actually, like, tell me, like, I'll be there with you, for you, guide you, and I and I try to really make make that a thing for them. Like, I don't want to just be their coach. I want to be their mentor. I want to help them find their way, find their life. All these great things. All things I didn't have. All things I need to do. So, you'll hear more about the team as time goes on. Um... I'm I'm definitely gonna share more more about them because like it's just, like it's it's too good it's too great like I'm sorry like I get emotional like I I do it's 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 a real it's a real blessing to be able to have this and to continue to do the work that I'm doing and I'm so grateful and everybody who listened today I I want y'all to do the same I want y'all to find something that you're passionate about I want you to 
love yourself. I want you to find yourself, love yourself, worth, evolve, grow, expand, shine, take up space, sis, in the words of Tony Jones. Yes, do that. Go download her song, y'all. Tony Jones, take up spaces. It's on there. L- listen, I gotta listen to the song every other day. And during the hard times, I gotta listen to Dear Silas. I ain't stressing today with the little dance. Mr. Mitchell, when I was at uh, nail school, man, he used to get on my, like, I used to get on his nerves doing the dance so much during class. But anyways, find, find, find the peace, find the love, find the courage, find, like, let go, let go of fear. Just step out into what you feel like you, it is that you need to do and what you need to learn. Let go of unlearned behavior, find a way to work through resurface issues, whatever it is may be, but do what you're passionate about. Find, find that inner child grow learn evolve everybody is able and willing to and if you're willing to 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 just be open in where you are and to find peace and love and grace and also just to not hold on to things like I'm sorry, like it and I know like I talked about softball and I did, you know, touch on a whole bunch of things about softball, but a lot of things happened this week. But because I just like I've gotten to the point where problems used to affect me so long. And I used to just be so bent up out of shape because one thing happened. It would take me forever to get over it. I can't do that anymore. And and even though like some really good things happen, like I can't like you have to stay humble in those. So you can't like be happy about it and be pleased and and, and promised about it in that moment. But you have to stay humble and connected to and, and, and center yourself. You have, you have to center yourself. And that's one thing, like, I've really learned how to do. I can't sit around and wait or just or just continue to be all caught up in all these emotions. I have to come back to center, and I have to focus on, on what it is. Now, like, I'm sorry, like, some things happen, like, so many things happen at once or throughout the week. Like, and it'll be two days ago, and I've completely forgot about it. Completely. There, There's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, once it comes back to mind, oh, yeah. But, I, like, I can't hold on to emotion anymore. You can't move. You can't move through your day like that. You have to focus on what you're doing now and in that moment. So right now, I'm focusing on my podcast. And yes, I have to recollect that. Like, that's, that's, I think that's one of the things, like, my challenges right now is just, like, recollecting what, what has happened. Because, like, I just learned to just, you know, just let it go, move on, flow on to the next. I mean, it's not like I'm forgetting about everything completely, but, but, you know, like, I just have to. I have to let go of something in order to move forward. 
you have to step forward and move with motivation and do it well and do it right. Um, man. And I've, I've come a long way just doing that. And, and, you know, the more that you begin to do that, the easier, you, like, like, you'll just learn how to be at peace. Be at peace and learn how to live in a moment. And like I said, and center yourself. And once you do that, it'll be great. It'll be a great thing. So, to everybody who's out there, you know, struggling with anything like that, or it's hard for you to really just get over or get through a situation, just remember, like, you still have today to change it. Tomorrow, you're a new person all over again. You can change it. You can change it in five minutes, 30 seconds. That's all it takes. Just boop. No, I'm not dealing with this. It took me a long time to learn that lesson. Like, oh, I'm not about to let that piss me off. Then that's when I hit the I ain't stressing the day dance. I ain't stressing the day. I ain't stressing the day. Use that. But anyways, I, I think I've I think I've touched everything and I've been on here long enough. Um please forgive me for being all over the place when it comes to softball. It's just it's just too good like yeah but anyways um stay tuned for next week's episode thursday at 2 p.m um i'm kiera your host love you guys peace and love blessings and i'll see you guys next week